I'm here talking to Kendall. I'm here talking to Annie. We're talking about the Robeson family murders. Content warnings are for suicide. And I say juice in connection to dead bodies a good four or five times. You can follow us on Instagram at tell no one podcast or drop us a line at tell no one pod at gmail.com. Sources are in the show notes. Everything's alleged. But this is definitely tell no one. I was thinking Mm. if I were to ever die, Mm. aren't we so lucky that I'm forever immortalized on the Apple podcast store? Something to think about. I could listen back to you. Yeah. And giggle. Mm -hmm. My family. You think your family's going to listen to this and giggle? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to do a little timeline switch. Okay. God, she's great. It is the summer of 68, and there is a stench permeating the woods. Come on. Near Lake Michigan. Got it. Neighbors are like, what a the stench fuck? permeating the woods. That's a stench coming all the way out to people. Fuck yeah. Because yeah. things die in the woods, and you don't smell them. For sure. So this is bad news. Mm-hmm. They realize that the source is a nearby Somerset cottage. Okay. It is a log and stone cottage down a twisting road. About 100 feet from Lake Michigan. Okay. Wealthy shit. Right. A little cabin. We got a cabin. On the lake. It is also really like nestled in there. um, Cute. Amongst tall pines and dense woods and nearly impossible to see from the road. Wow. Okay. Okay. The neighbors are complaining about the smell. Oh, coming, And they're like from that area. Like not even from the cottage, from the whole general area. area. Oh, God, this is bad. Um, so some women in a nearby cottage are having a bridge party, and they are like, this is my final straw. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they call Monty. Monty Bliss is the caretaker. Okay. And he stops by to check on things at that cottage on July 22nd. All the doors are locked, but he is concerned enough that, well... Some sources say he pries open the doors molding to gain entry. Yeah. And other sources say, like, he had a key. He's a caretaker. Yeah. Either way, he enters the home. <sighs> he walks in the door. Okay. He's looking at a body, babe. Just one? Well, to my eyes, the moment I walk in, I see one. Right. Okay. Uh, on the floor in front of him is Shirley Robinson. She is 40 years old. She's lying on her belly. She has a plaid blanket covering her body from the knees up. Huh. He leaves. leaves. <laughs> <laughs> he leaves. And he calls the police. As he should. They arrive to the cottage and find the bodies of an entire family. Yeah. Uh-huh. Six people. <gasps> oh. Big oh, family. boy. Big family. They are the Robeson family. Robeson. Well, like Robinson without the middle end. I'm oh. going, I'm just like going for it. Oh, there is no middle end. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. The father is Richard. He is 42. The mother is Shirley. She's 40. Children are Richie, 19, Gary, 16, Randy, 12, and Susan, 7. Okay. Um, they're an upper middle class family. He is a successful ad executive. Who owned a magazine called Impresario. Okay. But some sources say that like, they just say that he owned a publishing company. Oh. I do not know how they're different. No, I don't either. If you own a magazine, do you own a publishing company? No. You own a magazine. You own a magazine. So either way, he's, they're like, they're well off and he's in the publishing. He's in publishing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
And everyone says of Richard, they never knew about our family man, a friend, or business partner. Okay. So they live in the Detroit area the majority of the year, and they'd had their cottage at Somerset for a while, but this is the first summer where they were going to spend the whole, quote, season there. Okay. I love when rich people are like, the season. I love, like, the whole vibe of my husband goes into the city to Ugh. work, and my family and I are just at our summer place the whole summer. No, very, very cool. Very and he fun. comes on the weekends. I really like it. That's the dream. So the murders. Yeah. So I take you back to June 25th, bitch. Uh-oh. They were cooking in there for a Shut month. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no. Ready? June 25th, the family are all inside the home. Yeah. Five gunshots oh. come through a rear window from a 22 caliber semi-automatic rifle. Are you kidding? No. Through the window? Yeah. Um. Oh, my God. These shots are aimed at the father, Richard. Okay. Quote, it looked like someone shot at the family while they were in the cabin from across the road. What? Through the window, and then they came into the cabin through the, the lakeside door with a handgun, and then went and killed all the rest of them. Oh, so my God. The killer enters the home, then through an unlocked door. Yeah. And kills the remaining five family members, shot one by one with a handgun. Okay. So when he's shooting through the window, he gets the dad. Yeah. Oh my God. That's horrifying. He got the dad and one of the boys. And the first rounds from outside? Through the window. Yeah. <gasps> Can you even? And then he enters the home. No, no, bitch. I can't even. No. That's like, no. No. Also, like, these fucking kind of guys, like, they love to kill the man first and then be like. Who is it? <laughs> I, I mean, like, it is not a serial killer. Okay. It's a guy. I mean, I'm like, wait, this isn't the dad? Like, I'm shocked. I can't believe it's not the dad either. Sorry to, to this man, but well, I can't believe... Well, normally when whole families diet, the dad killed them. Yeah, right. And That's that typical. is the whole fucking truth. Right. But no, the, the wow. dad is killed first. In their cabin Bitch. in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. Can't be seen from the road. That it, is like, unbelievable. It's hard to find if you know where it is. Right. Oh, yeah. oh baby it's not good. Oh, God. <laughs> and like, what the fuck? You're in your home yeah. and, and a bullet comes through your window. And hits your husband and your child. And then he comes inside. Oh, no. Yeah. No. And sitting ducks. Nowhere to go. No time. And like, I wonder, I wonder how quickly it all happened. Like, I wonder how quickly the guy who's shooting came in. goes from I'm across the street shooting in to now I'm in your home. Oh, my like, God. How long would you have to like the door wasn't even locked? Right. She certainly wasn't like, let me lock the door. Oh, no, no time. And it's also her kid got shot. That, yeah. At that time. too. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you would just be like lost in the commotion. Oh, of yeah. It. No of time to do a thing. Yeah, like, what has happened just now? Yeah, I wouldn't even... You'd be like, was that a gun? Like, what? what? Yeah. Like, you have no idea what it is. Yeah, dude. Fuck. So, now he's in the home killing the remaining five family members. Mm. Some were bludgeoned with a claw hammer as well. For what? Baby, for what? Oh, my God. Okay. And, like, I'm wondering, is that after the fact... It must be. Because they're all shot, too. Yeah, it must and be. And then he comes around and, like, overkills. You yeah. freak. Yeah, like, rages out yeah. on them. It was Richard, the father, who was also bludgeoned, and the little girl. What the fuck? So what the fuck? What's going on here? How did you choose who to fucking look in the eye and bludgeon? I don't know. Are we going to find out? No. Oh, uh, I don't know. Okay. That hammer was found at the scene. Ugh. So here's where all the bodies are, right? Okay. Great. I'm looking at a fucking... Diagram? Yep. Map? Mm. Sketch? Diorama? <laughs> 
I'm looking at a diorama. <laughs> All right. So it is like this, right? So you walk. Here's what the fucking groundskeeper had to deal with. Oh, poor thing. You walk in the front door okay. and you're looking out across like a big living room. And at the other end of that living room, a body. Okay. So you walk about halfway into that room towards that body. You turn to the left. You're looking down a hallway. Oh, fuck. And you are looking at three bodies <gasps> in that hallway. Oh, God. And then if you walk past those bodies to the end of the hallway and look to your left, you're looking at a, a bedroom doorway. And in that doorway, another body. And if you enter that bedroom all the way into the room and then look across the room, another body. Oh, my God. Crazy town. It's like. <laughs> it is like a cottage like so it's not a big home like they're right. they're really in close proximity right oh yeah 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 that's so, a like, stunner <laughs> this is stunning when he enters the home like nobody had a chance like, oh no no, no no it is a really confined how, what would you could what could you have done no nothing literally nothing and that's the thing yeah so surely the mother is the first body he sees she was shot once in the head huh the father is one of the bodies in the hallway lying over like the hot air vent in the floor. Mm. Um, he had skull fractures from the blunt force trauma. And then they believe that the original shot through the window hit him in the chest. Mm -hmm. And then when they came in later, they shot him again in the head. Oh, so he wasn't dead the first time. I don't know, but they were making fucking sure. sure. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, Richard, who was 19, um, was found partially in the hallway and partially in a bedroom. So he's the doorway body. Okay. Again, multiple gunshots to the head. Okay. Um, Gary, who's 16, was found. He's the body in that bedroom. Okay. So I think he might have been last because he seemed to be the one who hid a little Fucking bit. God. Yeah. Like, and that also, from, from the place you enter the home, yeah. those boys would be the last ones you it's get the to. The farthest boy. Yeah. Yeah. And like the bigger brothers in the doorway and the little brothers uh -huh. in the room. Yeah, uh -huh. fuck it. I hate it. So Randall, who's 12, was found lying on top of his father's body. So like, it, I don't know. This is me fucking guessing. But like, if your dad got shot in front of you, wouldn't you be leaning over him trying to see right. if he's okay? And then the guy comes in and shoots you. Right, right. He had a lavender colored rug placed over his body. Okay. Okay. And yeah, he was shot in the head. Ugh. And then Susan, who was seven, was found again in the hallway, lying on her back hmm. next to her father. She was shot in the head um, or in the face. And she had a skull fracture, too, from the hammer. Ugh. Yeah. So obviously it's believed that the mother was like when he enters a home, the first person he killed in the home. Yeah. And that her body was intentionally posed to look like or to like to give the impression that this was a um sexual thing. Yeah, the crime was part of a sexual attack. Oh God. What would that even mean though? Like posed in the body. Like she's laying on her belly. Like what do you mean? Is she naked? Uh, maybe. I, I didn't read that, but maybe well, usually when off. they say like posed they like, mean, like shocking spread. they mean like spread eagle yeah but she's like i mean maybe um but he covered her is what i'm confused about like he covered yeah. her from her knees up what the fuck so what did you do before then i'm I, confused i don't know <laughs> um bloody footprints on the floor tell them that there was only one killer oh my god why <laughs> <laughs> so then the killer closes the curtains locks the door behind them turns up the heat oh my god God. And then he tries to cover the bullet holes in the window with cardboard. Just to be like, let them stay here unnoticed as long as possible. Yeah. And they do for... To try to like get rid of the evidence or something? I mean, why would you turn up the heat so they'd fucking decompose, decompose you know? Yeah. And then, like, yeah, you can't tell much about them anymore. Yeah. 
Um, what in the literal hell? <laughs> what if you, you cook them when, yeah. when you leave? I can't stand you. Yeah, I can't stand you. Um, so they were in there for 27 days of what oh they were found. Oh my God, that is so rancid. It is rancid. And also um, part of it is like neighbors, uh, the father had mentioned to neighbors previously that he was going to hire a small plane to take them to Florida. Oh. oh. So neighbors, when they never see this family again for the next like Like they're month, in Florida. They're like, they're in Florida. Okay. Yeah. And that would also explain why the cars were in the driveway, but they were not seen. They you hopped on I the mean? plane. Yeah, they got in the plane. Oh, God. Yeah. Autopsies were performed at the Emmett County Fairgrounds because, because so they had... Because there were so many of them? <laughs> no. Oh. Because of, they had turned the heat up because of, because they cooked. And no. they had been in there dead for so long. The smell and the advanced state of, de- go of decomposition inside. made it impractical to bring the bodies into the morgue. The morgue was like, we can't, mate. Like, That's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> the dead morgue. ass. <laughs> the morgue said, you guys too are. Too rich for my blood. You know what, though? Like, it's too juicy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're too juicy for the morgue. Oh, just like too like stinky. Like you'd ruin the morgue. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. We need ventilation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to do it outdoors. Like people would die if they tried to right. like, like handle do- these bodies indoors. They bomb. Yeah. Oh my god. I cannot. I'm so sorry. One more thing. <laughs> the cabin had to be demolished. Of course, after the investigation because it the stench could not be washed away. No, no. I bet they like seeped into shit. Yeah, like they. Bodies get and also, juicy. who the fuck would want to live? Like, <laughs> yeah, but like mostly, it's just like they, their juices were everywhere. Stop! <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, as long as you know, you never indicated that you understood. I think we all get what, like, what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> okay, so additionally, the um, they obviously the police talked to neighbors, like anything to report. And they remember hearing raised voices and rapid gunshots coming from the property at around the time that they were killed. Okay, guys, (laughs) drop the ball. (laughs) You dropped the ball. But they they assumed it was someone shooting seagulls on the beach and screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Fighting each other and shooting seagulls. Like what? I don't know. But we're in like '68, so we're truly in the era of like head down, eyes in your own paper. Yeah. But also, and like, this is unimaginable, but yeah. I mean, who do you even call? They didn't even have like 911. Like you'd have to like go to the sheriff. When did they put in 911? Like the 80s. No, that I wouldn't call. No. I have to look up the number. In or the what, drive. Pages? Do you have a phone in your cabin? Oh my God, cabin? you're right. In the 60s, girl? Yeah, I would mind my own. Yeah, come on. So statements from the neighbors, Mr. and Mrs. Freeman placed the murders at around 9 p.m. Nighttime. Interesting. I pictured daytime. I did too. Like any other time would be better, but how does he even see where he's shooting? In right. Him? Well, lights like, on. Yeah, no. there. Are- <laughs> That's the biggest scare. We factor. hate this. We, we hate the idea of like with someone's outside in the dark, but you're in, in a lit up home. It's <gasps> like you're on display, baby. You're, you're on like, the stage. Oh my god, <laughs> you're on a little television screen. Yeah, I cannot deal with that. They were in there like on a television screen. And he just shot right in. Yeah. We go in deeper on that in the Richard Ramirez episode, if you want to check that out. We, like, <laughs> weep openly about it. And by that, means repeat the same shit. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so Mrs. Freeman remembers the shooting. After the shooting, she heard the voice of a woman and that of a man. And she said they were excited. And that made her think that they were doing target practice. You're wrong. Everything you said is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't add Um, up. That doesn't add up, Freeman. More Mrs. Mrs. So if that timeline is right, um, which I don't. I don't know. How would she hear a woman's voice? Well, there's also like she that could be from a different night. Home. Oh, <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could have heard yeah. shooting here and then other people on the beach having fun. Like, jumping giggling. around. Yeah. yeah like right. it doesn't all have to be from, you right. know? Yeah, sure. And yeah, obviously. But if she's right, that would mean that there were another woman there with the killer because it couldn't have been like the mother because she was killed so early on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I simply do not know. Yeah. Um, they were last seen alive by the gardener. Um, he was the gardener for like many of the cottages in the area. And he contacts police about a month after the bodies are found. Uh, so like two months after they're killed. Okay. He tells him something has been bothering him since he heard the news of the killings. So he had been working on their garden, the Robeson's garden all day on the day of tw- the 25th. The day of. The day of. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of that day, Richard paid him. He said he saw Richard's older sons, but neither of the younger children nor the mother, Shirley. He says something felt off to him. Mm. He felt uneasy about them. And the obvious counterpoint is like hindsight bias. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, a creepy thing happened that day. So you're applying creepy feelings to your last interaction with them. Like creepy colored glasses. (laughs) (laughs) His implication is that like whatever happened to the family that night didn't happen all of a sudden. It had been building throughout the day. You know what I mean? Guess. Look, I'll never mention it again. Like, I don't know what you mean. Like, it, that guy was like planning it all day and you felt the vibe? Probably. <laughs> so, the day after the murder, yeah. uh, he returned to the cottage with his assistant to finish the yard work. Okay. They did not see the family at all, doi. Right. Um, but again, like, he wrote it off as like they must have gone to fucking Florida. Yeah. I wouldn't think a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, no thing. But he was like, something wasn't quite right. They both noticed that what looked like bullet holes in one of the windows, um, but the holes were covered by cardboard. Um, so and there scary. was a note taped to the wall, which read, we'll be back 710. So someone's really trying to throw off the path. Someone is really trying to be like, let him cook. Bizarre. <laughs> I know. We'll be back. I guess at that point, they'd be like, we'll be back in, in a week. Right. We'll be back in two weeks. We'll be back in two weeks. Signed, Ro- signed Robeson. Cover up the holes. What in the fuck? Even, um, I don't know, with the bullet holes, like, my first thought for why they're covering it is to, like, be like, nothing to see. But yeah. also, like, keep the heat keep in. Keep the heat in. <laughs> yeah, but also it's summer, so it's not that cool outside. But you're trying, but he has it, like, cranked up inside. It's not, it's not 110 outside. Oh, my God. That's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, why? Is it just, like, just truly, like, time to get away? Like, the I longer think, you're I gone, think, the longer you're gone? I think it would be, like, the longer the bodies are in there. Less you can ever deduce. Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But it is so wild that they were, they prepared by writing that note. note. Oh, uh. they. The caretaker who finds the bodies. They yeah, obviously look at him first. I was thinking about him. I was thinking about him and the gardener, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He 
knew the family was there at the cabin. I didn't. One, he knows the area. He built the house. He built the house. Yeah. So I would be like, I'll kill the new residents and get my house back. Well, he knows how to jimmy things around or sneaky sneak. Right. You know? I do know. But the door was unlocked. But you know, he knows the way around. Yeah. He has a key. So was it an unlocked door? Right. Because like, how, how would they tell it was unlocked? Like all they could do is like, well, no one broke in here. You know what I mean? Right. And if you used true. a key, you didn't fucking break in. Right. But anyway. But because beyond those basic fucking facts, like there's no reason to do this. Like nothing would indicate that he would kill a family. Right. He's like, hello. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's the one who was like, let me go fucking check on them. Right. If he wanted or, to, them to cook. Yeah, exactly. He would never say no. He'd be like, I just saw him the other yeah. day. Yeah. Or he'd be like, here's a note. Let me leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? He'd yeah. be like, well, they left a note. So they'll be back in a little while. Bye. He does like the thing where you try to like change the numbers on your yeah. grades. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he'd be, be like, like eight, eight, ten, <laughs> nine, nine, ten. ten. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The only thing people could point to for like why he might not like Richard Robeson mm-hmm. is it what's his name chauncey had recently lost his son in a motorcycle accident damn what hell everybody died for a while there don't uh-huh. you think i have someone we all deep do. down the line every one of our dads has five friends who died that way my dad has a lot of dead friends <laughs> <laughs> um my dad grew up in miami so everybody died in like tragically the tr- uh, yeah dads from like the 60s they have the most tragic mm-hmm. they're like oh my friend dropped dead like yeah <laughs> my dad used to tell me like about this a teenage friend he had who like they were all driving back from like a f- i'm sure it was like an aerosmith concert oh my god and on the highway and this guy i don't remember what happened i think that they were all on drugs and he was hanging out the window of their car no. or like they were in a van or something hanging out the door the guy gets thrown out of the car and gets run over by a semi truck oh my god but like everyone's dad has friends who yeah. died in like the week got- before graduation yeah <laughs> Yeah. Or like the man in the moon type shit, like where like a yeah. giant tractor chopped them up. Yeah. My dad went to UMass. He's like, oh, my friends jumped from the library roof. Oh, no. <laughs> can't hang. Can't, can't fight. Can't fight. <laughs> God. Um, okay. Um, um, so I'm, I'm struggling to get back to Chauncey recently lost his son. <laughs> <laughs> in a motor, that's where we went to. Something's deeply wrong. <laughs> um, all right. Well, okay. I'm going to just. So go. he's upset. Mm-hmm. And he's like, now all sons must die. <laughs> I can't stand it. I can't stand families. <laughs> all right. Okay. Some people say he didn't like the way that Mr. Robeson had reacted to that like news. Oh. Um, like he hadn't been gracious enough or he hadn't like. Wow. Big if true. <laughs> <laughs> Huge if true. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) all right um um chauncey revealed to like i mean somebody (laughs) (laughs) um richard had left twenty dollars for flowers and went to see chauncey's parents to give condolences to him to them as well which hmm. is like for a guy who's not even really your friend to go see you and your grand and, and, and your grandparents, and that's not like bad. No, <laughs> flimsy, flimsy if true. Flimsy. <laughs> um, and we have no idea if that is even true that he resented that for any reason. Right, people are just saying. I that. think he was even telling that story to say like R- Richard was a good guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, because there's no evidence that would tell you tell us that the two guys were close enough that that would even be 
that he would expect anything beyond they, that. Yeah. Beyond, and even like, like condolences. They, yeah. What else could you do? What else? Yeah. Do you what do? the fuck am I going to do? More flowers? I don't know. More money? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Don't buy it. What? Chauncey. What a crazy name. Um, John Norman Collins was a man who around the same time was suspected of a series of murders in another area of Michigan. Hmm. But again, no evidence to indicate that he would kill a family, like a fucking random family. Um, all his other victims had been teenage girls. Right. And even then he kidnapped them and he didn't just shoot them in their homes. Right. He kidnapped them. He beat them. He raped them and then murdered them, which is like a very different thing. More traditional. (laughs) Yeah, like more mainstream. He was, <laughs> he was like a normal guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is like weird. <laughs> yeah, this is weirdo shit. Yeah. Unfortunately, like kidnapping, raping, and killing women is like way more common down the line. than this. Like, I'm not, there's nothing confusing about that. Right. Like, you're a fucking rapist and a murderer. Right. This is like, why'd you do this? Yeah, like, what? I know what you want from us, but what do you want from the kids? Right. Like, oh. I know you hate women, but what is this? Yeah, but what about a family? Right. And you didn't even sexually assault anybody? No. You like pretended to? You're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weirdo rob? shit. No robbing? No rob. What the fuck then? What was the point? What the motherfucker? <laughs> what the motherfucker are you doing that for? This is embarrassing. You're embarrassing. <laughs> Oof. Okay. That's why I feel like this might be like one person just did this once never to uh, do it again do you feel like everyone's grandpa just one time did something really weird in the 60s oh absolutely just to be like and then i'm back on the road absolutely i do too i'm not exempt from that uh no i'm thinking of me right. <laughs> yeah it's definitely like would i want to run into my grandpa no on the street as it Young girl in the 60s? Probably not. Probably not. I think we all have to reckon with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, like every case that even brushes up against the 70s, there's a mafia angle. That's bullshit lies. And, and, wh- and why? <laughs> That's bullshit lies trash. <laughs> um, the mafia doesn't do that. I think it it literally has to be a godfather thing. We're like, yeah. we were obsessed with this idea of like, the father was not the man you thought he was. It's just like an easy solution. Like, have, yeah. it's like aliens in the mob. But like normalized fathers being exactly who they say they are. Let him just be dead. Yeah. Let not, him rest. Good God. Fucking A. And if, especially you have no proof, like literally no, no like paper trail. No, like you dreamed this up. Yeah. Like you wish it were true. Yeah. One of his former employees claimed, this is just about him being like, uh, I actually don't know what they're implying. <laughs> All right, we'll tease it out. <laughs> um, one of his former employees claimed in an interview that there were two or three people connected with the business that had strong motives to murder him. Hmm. I was going to ask if he had a business partner. No. Do they mean money? Yeah. Yeah. Well, police like never take it seriously. They're like, what do you fucking mean, man? I can't believe that. I can't believe that. Someone who has a lot of money gets murdered in their home. Yeah. Come on. Well, we'll get there. Okay. And, like, anyone who could possibly receive it is yeah. dead as well. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, of the mafia thing, Richie's college friends told investigators that he once heard Richie talking about how his dad worked with the mafia. Richie's an idiot. Richie's full of shit. We all fucking know that. <laughs> Richie's just saying um, shit. He's fucking 19. He's just in heaven above like, oh, come on. That was a you guys remember that? <laughs> A police informant told detectives that Richard had owed them 12000 a month. Whoa. They go, if he hadn't held back on us like he did, we wouldn't have wiped out the whole family. Please. 
Please. That's the lamest shit I've ever heard. (laughs) All right. Now I'm taking you to Joseph Scalaro. Okay. He's the prime suspect. Okay. He was an army vet. Uh Uh-huh. Sharpshooter. Okay. 30 years old. He had been working for Richard for a few years at the time of the murders. He was the assistant to the publisher. So like pretty closely working pretty close. Huh? So he's the guy who like when Richard's away with the family runs the ship. Yeah. (gasps) Yep. They zero in on him by week two. Yeah, they do. And I do too. Mm -hmm. Quote, this is from a police document, glaring discrepancies in the statements of Joseph Scalaro, the third business associate of murder victim, Richard C. Robeson are becoming obvious. Business associate, come on. Who stands to gain? That is the question. Who stands to gain for all the money? Quote, quote. Quote, grave questions arose as to the whereabouts of Joseph Scalaro III on June 25th, as well as the location on that date of two weapons, which were known to have been in his possession previously, one of which, as it turns out, appears to have fired some of the bullets found in the bodies of certain victims at the Robeson Cottage. What? Oh, my God. Okay, so on the day of the murders, he had not. There's a gap of time where he had not been seen or heard from for 12 hours on that day. Oh, um, his alibis for that period of time all proved invalid. <gasps> he also owns both weapons used in the killings, like the literal ones. Well, like the kind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, come on! The exact rifle and handgun. Um, records obtained by police show that he had purchased two of each. What the fuck? He purchased two of each. Two of each. He claims that he gave one of the pistols to Richard Robeson. Of the rifles, he claims that he had given them both away by the time of the killings. Are we just doing that? Are we giving, giving away guns? Guns? Away? guns are expensive. Yeah, you're not giving them away. No, you're not. And you can't. Can you even do that? You can sell them, but if he's just donating you can just them, give to them to a friend, yeah, what the fuck? But a neighbor tells police that he had seen the AR-7 rifle in Scolaro's house not long before the murders. Guys, no question. Let's party. People tell the police, look at the private shooting range owned by Scolaro's father-in-law. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> they there. He goes there a lot and they find shells that they know he shot. They compare them to the ones found at the crime scene. Exact match. Come on. He's making it too easy. It's too easy, baby. There's another big issue with his bullshit. Yeah. He tells police the last time he talked to his boss was a phone call on that day of the murders when Richard asked him whether some company checks had arrived yet at the office. In fact, on the morning of the killings, Robeson had talked to his banker and learned that a lot of money was missing from his account. Oh, come on. He calls his office and according to a receptionist interviewed later by the cops, he was furious. Yeah. He demands to talk to Scalaro, looking for an explanation for the fucking missing money. <gasps> oh. There is shouting, and then <gasps> Scalaro leaves the office at 10.30 in the morning. He was never able to account for his whereabouts between then and 11 p.m. <gasps> when he returned home to, and to his wife. I know what's happening here. <laughs> I think we're all pretty clear. Got it all figured out. Classic red color crime. He was siphoning off the top. Well, here's what we find out. First of all, police say, like, of the interviews with him, like, the guy was, it was like trying to nail down Jello. Like, he was so smarmy and weird. Impossible to get a real answer from. They do a forensic audit. Of the, t- of the books? They're looking at the books. Uh-oh. They find out that he had recently given himself a large raise and he bumped to his expense account. Interesting. 
So overall, they find out he has embezzled 60 grand from his boss, which in today's money would be like close to half a million. (gasps) So on the day of, right, he's gone from 1030 in the morning. His wife tells them that he had not called her and he did not turn up for dinner, which is like he never does that. Yeah. This is the only time in our marriage he ever like did that. Girl, get on the page. He's like, bitch, what? I know. You don't have time to talk to your wife before this? (laughs) Well, she's his ex by the time she's talking. Oh, shit. Here we go. Um... So yeah, that means he has no alibi for 12 hours. And he's also one of the few people in the world who could find the Robeson's remote and hidden cabin. Without knowing. Yeah. He had been there before. Guys. Here we are. Case closed. I arrive at the point. Solved. <laughs> he had also taken out a $200,000 quote key man life insurance policy on Richard. Oh my God. The policy had not yet gone into effect um dumb fuck you dumb fuck (laughs) well i think he was waiting and then he found out richard found out and he was like we got to do it today are you kidding me no bitch yeah he definitely did he was like the jig is up yeah the jig is up didn't plan very fucking well Mm because i used the guns i have that people know i have yeah well here's the thing i'll get there's a point i gotta make about that but let me get to other things first okay okay they believe that this was a murder. It's like a perpetrator getting caught and feeling trapped. Yeah. Causing an otherwise nonviolent person to become extremely violent. I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> so shell casings and shoe prints were the only physical evidence at the crime scene. So they checked all of his shoes and they did find a match. Unfortunately, they had never been worn before. They were brand new. Hmm. So they're like, fuck. But later they're like, later on, we learned that Joe Scalara was known to buy two of everything. I know. <laughs> I know. What's up with that? Shoes. Two, two shoes, two, two guns, guns. Two, like everything. He had two of it. No wonder he needed raises. Mm-hmm. What's going on with You're you? You're living double, babe. <laughs> what um, the fuck? So if they only found one pair of those shoes that had never been worn. Where's the a- other? Where's the other? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> There is a pair of those fucking shoes that had been worn and fucking disposed of. The bottom of Lake fucking Michigan. <laughs> That's exactly oh right, Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this is like Agatha Christie shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know it should be taking place on a boat. Okay. That's so funny. They also discover that on the morning of, there have been multiple calls back and forth between him and Richard. Like they're getting into it. Yeah, because Richard's like, what the fuck? What the yeah. motherfuck are you doing that for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know he's trying to like be like, well, well no, 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 sir. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, little dingus dorkus. <laughs> so, yeah, like policing the same thing we think. <laughs> Typical. And they, they're like, he drove out to the cabin before Richard could do anything about the embezzlement. Yeah. Duh, bitch. That is awful. That is diabolical. That's so awful. Diabolique. <laughs> um. Eventually, he comes up with a, a where he was that day. A plumbing convention. Like, I can't disprove that. A plumbing convention? You were, you're in publishing. No one remembers. <laughs> Wait, you are in publishing. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I mean, they, they tracked down people who were there that day who were actually attending it. And they're like, some people say that um, they might have seen him. But then they're also like, they note that it was... Um, a very like sunny day and they look back and they're like june 25th was like torrentially raining so like you're remembering it wrong man right like memory is so fallible witnesses do that sometimes yeah you mix up your days if it's a guy you see a lot you're like i guess i probably saw him that day if nothing like substantial happens in your life on that day there's no reason for you to remember it yeah yeah and one person who like ran the um convention was like 
it rained so bad that day. People all left early. I doubt he even stayed till five if he stayed here at all. If he was here at all. Mm, so like if he's telling you he was here till five, I'd remember him because it, it was like stragglers at five. Right. You know? Huh. And even of his own story, he says that he was on his way home from that because they're like, well, where were, where were the next six hours then? Right. 11 p.m. Yeah. He says he's on his way home from that convention. He stops at the Robeson's house because it had been raining all day. He claims that he found a leak at their house and he was helping them fix it for a few hours before heading home. At their cottage. So where was your convention? Because their cottage is five hours away. Why are you putting yourself at the murder scene, Why dude? are you doing that? Well, I think he's like, if they found evidence that I was there, I have to explain why I was there. You, fa- but you know what I mean? Why the fuck would you go out there? No idea. You're silly. You're a loser. Um, They do three polygraph tests and he fails them all, which like, obviously they're not important, but you yeah. know what I mean? Just like noted. Yeah, and also it's creepy that he had they had caught him trying to deceive it in the pretest when they do the the regular questions of like what's your name? Is this your name? Like yes or no? Yeah. To like calibrate it. Yeah. He was trying to lie on those to like fuck see it what happened. What? To get its reader fucked up. Okay. And again, like I guess the main question is like, even if he if he did it, did he have enough time to do it and get home at eleven? Because mm. his ex wife is like he was home at eleven, mm. and they're like she hates his ass, like she's telling the truth, right? And she was like up, like bitch, yeah. She was like, what the motherfuck have you been doing? <laughs> yeah. Um. So it is like four and a half, five hours each way. So it's like a nine, ten hour fucking round trip. Yes. The issue there is that the neighbors recall gunshots at 9 p.m. I don't believe what people... Eyewitnesses are wrong. You remember it wrong. You just are wrong. Like, I'm not going to stick, be like, looking at everything else and be like, well, they heard it at 9. I know. Like, doesn't add up? I know, but but here's the thing. It's hard to say because if that is all we can go off of, neighbors say shots were happening at 9. They got killed at 9 p.m. Yeah. And this guy got home at 11 and it's five hours away from his house. Yeah. I get why initially they'd be like, well, fuck, it couldn't have been him. Yeah, I think you can do it anyway. Mm. I think you can try anyway. I think for sure. I think he probably fucked with the heat too. So time of death is all fucked. Probably. No one knows when. Yeah, really. Probably. Except for the one person who heard gunshots at nine when there's like an actual shooting range nearby as well. Yeah, good point. Good Hello? point. Good point. And also, I I just think that like you remember things wonky. Yeah. If they didn't, if they didn't strike you as a big deal on the day. Yeah trying to recall what happened a fucking month ago oh my god yeah I'd exactly like, i don't know man exactly yeah and like in the summer like it all looks the same yeah like is nine actually 10 yeah, like or like you know is 5 p.m kind of looks the same as fucking 8 p.m outside right you know what i mean yeah i mean you really don't remember shit i know all. i don't i'm dumb so then cops are obviously like Hey, we found him. But Emmett County's new prosecutor made it clear that he was not going to bring charges and go through an expensive trial. What? He's like, you don't have enough. We need stronger evidence. DNA doesn't exist. What else do you need? What else could it... You want me to find someone to say they saw him there that day? Like, what do you want? I can beat someone into saying that. I could say it. I'll say it. (laughs) (laughs) And he has the backing of a similarly penny-pinching county board, so they won't do it. Huh. So it takes a few years, but eventually they're going to bring charges. Oh, nice. Through the then Oakland County prosecutor. They go like a back way. You know what I mean? And during those years in between, 
He's denying any involvement, but people are like, you fucking did it. Yeah. Duh. We fucking know you did it. Yeah. So he's, but they're going to do it now. They're going to prosecute. And okay. he's even gotten word that they're, it's going to happen. They're going to fucking charge you. Okay. The primary detective on the case describes around that time in 73, he had just come in from fishing and was putting away the boat when his son got a phone call from a man wanting to talk to his father, the detective. His son offers to go get his dad, but the caller tells him not to bother, but to tell him it's Joe and he was right. Within an hour of that phone call, Joe Scalaro killed himself. We did it, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) He left behind a note for his mother. I'll read you the front of the note. Mother, don't you come in. I will already be dead. Please get someone else to come in. And you call the police or whatever, Joe. Or whatever. Or whatever. In like 1970 scrawl. Oh my God. It goes on to say like, P.S. I had nothing to do with the Robesons. I'm a liar, but not a murderer. I'm sick and scared. God and everyone, please forgive me. Oh, fuck you. You did it. You did it. You don't want your mom to know you did it. Right. But you did it. You fucker. You dirty dog. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty rat. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. God, you were like, this is a ghost. Like, you were just an embezzler. You, yeah. You were an embezzler. And you killed a whole family. You killed, you bludgeoned a little girl. Because you were fucking embarrassed and going to get caught. Men will kill anybody to to not be embarrassed. Oh my God, What the fuck is that? Very weird. That's like, yeah, like international relations. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Okay. See, like, you couldn't have just done that to start. Like, when you're like, oh, I'm being found out. Why don't I just kill myself? I know. You wanted to see if you could fucking swing it. Yeah, you wanted to get away with it. But, like, you're not probably, like, a sadistic, crazy killer. So you're like... Living on the other side of this is hard. Yeah. I'm like, I don't like this. Not worth it. To have to, to be that like short sighted that like in that mm-hmm. moment, he's like, my problem isn't that I embezzled. My mm-hmm. problem isn't that I've done wrong. My problem is that this guy's going to tell on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I have to get rid of him. And he happens to be at the cabin with his family. And so they all have to go. Yeah. That's the craziest shit in the world. And now like you're going to spend the rest of your life avoiding being charged with murder. Like how is that better Very than just weird. like facing up to embezzlement? I do think that because he tried to just shoot from across the street. And remember he was in the army. He was a sharpshooter. Yeah. And he had a fucking rifle. Yeah. And he was shooting initially across the street aiming for the dad. Yeah. I think his plan might have been just to do that. Like and a get sniper the dad. type like, of thing. Yeah. And just leave. Yeah. Dude. I bet he was trying to like just shoot him in the head. I think work. he was. Like why would you start it that way? Yeah. That is just so dumb. Such a way just yeah. so you won't get embarrassed for stealing unbelievable. Loser. unbelievable so now we just have to go over well i mean wow crazy the case is still like active i mean like it's not actively being pursued oh, it's open it's open but they're all like we solved it 40 years ago man like we know yeah. who killed him he the guy died we couldn't prosecute it what do you want me to say yeah yeah that sucks yeah, like you couldn't even have like a little shred of humanity and just admit it in the end. And the note, just be like, God forgive me. I'm I, so sorry. <laughs> yeah. And then we can conclude what that means. You yeah. don't have to be that. But you have to be like, God, he writes, God, please forgive me. But he still, even in that moment, can't be like, for the real eh, thing I did. I did it. Eh. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> well, um, <laughs> you have fun. I had so much fun. Yeah. Uh, Feel free to absorb this information. Feel free to spread it with your friends. But as for where you heard it, tell no one. Bye. Bye.